Hello, my lovely podcast family. Oh, how I've missed you. Whenever I take these little breaks, I always end up missing this so much. Anyways, I am back, back and better than ever, baby. Welcome back to The Inconvenient Truth with Amy. I am your host, Amy. This is the show where we talk unpopular opinions, controversial topics, and the Catholic faith. So grab your coffee, tea, and margarita, or margarita, or you could have all three. That works too. But let's let's jump into this episode. Um, first thing you may notice is it is not Friday. You're not crazy. I'm not crazy. It's Tuesday. I know. I'm aware. Just setting the record straight that none of none of those who are listening are crazy. I've made the decision to switch my episode days to Tuesday because this podcast is evolving and this year I'm taking on a lot and it just makes a bit more sense to have the weekend to prep and record and edit for a Tuesday episode rather than have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to do all that for a Friday episode just because as a student makes more sense. So a little change, a little update. Episodes are now on Tuesdays. My only regret is I can no longer say happy Friday, happy weekend, cheers. So yeah, that's sad and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll figure it out. Another thing to note is I had my first pumpkin spice latte. Um, Never had one before, so this is kind of a big deal because it's such the rage nowadays or during this time of year and I've never had one before but I have tried it now now I have but I hadn't before but now I have um thank you to all the listeners who gave me recommendations the story regarding my attempts to get one is literally (laughs) it's gonna be explained later but in short I try not to support Starbucks with the exception of the airport. Um, And this past week, I flew to Colorado. So I truly intended to have my first um, pumpkin spice latte there. Um, However, at Oakland, which is where I flew out of, uh, they do not have a Starbucks. So (laughs) did not get one there. And then on my way home, I fully intended to get one. Uh, But that was a whole nother story, which you will be hearing later. So, nonetheless, the whole thing did not happen. However, um, a few days later, I did secure a latte, and I do understand the hype. It was just a generic pumpkin spice latte. Uh, It was yummy, and I got to experience it with my sister, Rose. You all know her. Um, I got to experience it with her in celebration of her newest child. Um, So I am an aunt for, I believe, the... It's either the 16th time or the 18th time. I'm genuinely losing track. So it's one of those numbers. It's in the teens. So yeah, very nice. Um, It's not going to be my go-to drink, but it was still very nice. Uh, My four-year-old niece, however, so Rose's daughter, she enjoyed it immensely because later that evening, I left my cup. It still had coffee in it um, next to the couch. And I found this child lounging in my spot, taking sips of my lukewarm latte. And PSA, the coffee was decaf, so she didn't explode with energy. Though, honestly, I'm sure the amount of sugar probably made up for it. So, Rose, very sorry. 
Anyways, very strange holding a four-year-old with pumpkin spice latte breath. We start the basic fall girl yelling in our family, apparently, because she really loved it and kept trying to take more sips. And I was just standing there, very confused at what was happening before my eyes. All right, so this week I wanted to talk about traveling, tell some stories, give some tips, you know, kind of talk about what's what the travel atmosphere is like during these times. I forgot how broadening traveling alone is. Uh, for context, uh, like I said, I flew to Denver, um, so I just got back. It's been a while since I've taken a trip alone, and <laughs> I will say this travel experience... I've never had one quite like it. It's giving me some interesting stories to tell. So here's the scoop. I'm semi a nightmare to travel with because I travel with all my camera gear. I have a laptop, an iPad. Like I just, I bring it all. So security with me. Hmm. On my returning flight, uh, I arrive at the airport an hour before my flight starts boarding. Uh, I'm not checking any luggage. It's all good. However, I arrive and the TSA line is literally the longest thing I've ever seen. Like Denver International is huge. It is huge. And this line is all the way, it's, it's backed up all the way to where people who have just arrived in Denver are picking up their checked luggage. So I'm just like, okay, this is kind of insane, but the line is moving, so I think, I think I'm think i going to be okay. Um, keep in mind, I'm also thinking about all that I'm going to have to be doing regarding my gear, whatever. I'm just thinking about that as well um, when I hit the actual security. So by the time I actually make it to the little TSA dude, it's 1230. Um, My flight boards at 1250. And at this point, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to get stressed until I actually miss my flight. Uh, I get behind a family because I know they're going to be slow. No offense, families, but I just, you guys are slow. And I th- I know that I'm going to be slow, and so I think, okay, we can just kind of be a slow line. Um, and that's the first tip I'd like to give to a solo, tr- solo traveler or just any traveler who is able. If you find yourself in an opportunity where you can get behind a family and security, do it. And I know this sounds odd, but the airport can be a breeding ground for rude people and traveling with kids is hard so even if it's just a matter of getting behind them in line and showing patience and or or saying something like no you're fine take your time it's it's totally all right I think that speaks volumes because it just relieves so much Um, pressure from the parent because you could be some old hag instead who hates children and throws you know dirty looks at everybody so if you're able I know you're not always able if you're able that's something I try to do if I can because I love children and I love families and 
I don't mind if a kid suddenly has a meltdown in front of me. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm surrounded by like I just said, I we just had our 18th or 16th one of those um grandchild, but I'm not the grandparent. I'm just the aunt. Anyways. So, I'm behind this family and then I hear this TSA guy say, "If you want to leave your laptop in your bag, go to this line." And it's the line right next to me. So, I did hop security lines. Literally ditches the family after my little spiel about how we should stay with families. I did ditch the family um, because mm, (laughs) the whole security experience just became simpler for me. So my second tip is ditch the family. No, just kidding. Second tip is TSA has new tech. Um, It's a new tech alert that is 2D or 3D, one of those two. But basically, this security machine allows electronics to be left in bags. So if you're anything like me, anything like me as in you carry around two cameras and lenses and laptops and iPads and Apple pencils and phone, like if you're anything like me, this has changed the travel game. Because like I said, it's changed the security game the whole experience is now rejuvenated um the machines are called i believe smith detection so if you're at oh don't quote me on this but anyways if you happen to be in a security line and you see a machine that says smith detection i believe that that is a 2d or 3d whatever machine that will allow you to keep your electronics in your bag uh, I actually thought that Oakland airport, which is actually where I, I think I already said this, I flew out of Oakland and in the past they have said to me, they must have a machine like this, but I've been able to leave my electronics in my bag. So I kind of just thought that that was an Oakland thing. And so I was stoked to go to Oakland because I was thinking, oh, I get to leave all my electronics in the bag. It'll be good. Security will be easy. Um, get there and nope that does not happen I have to take everything out and I mean that's just a joy so that was a little little switch in the plans anyways so if you're in security and you have a lot of electronic gear if you can find a machine that says smith detection try it out because there's a chance that they'll let you just keep your electronics in your bag so it's a good thing to keep in mind Anyways, I finished security, and for a split second, I'm like, sweet, I'm all good. And then I remember that in Denver, you have to take a train from security to the terminals. And I'm just like, great. So I skip the escalator and do the stairs. Also, mind you, I got new shoes. This is such a first world problem story. This whole story is a first world problem story. Nonetheless, I got new boots um, that uh, weren't going to fit in my suitcase. So mind you, I'm, I'm breaking in these three-inch heeled boots during this whole airport experience. Um, and I'm stressed. Well, I was at the point where I was stressed, but I was telling myself not to be stressed. So I don't actually know what that makes me. Um, but I make it to the train. And of course, Southwest is the last stop which no hate on Southwest, especially now that their pilots are on an anti-vax strike. So actually power to Southwest, but at the same time, Southwest, why did you have to be the last stop on the train? 
Anyways, um, so got on the train, got off the train, walked up two more flights of stairs because the escalators are congested. Uh, I power walk to my terminal. And mind you, I'm not running because I don't run. This is a very quick strut that I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I, it's a very do not talk to me because I really have to get to where I'm going kind of walk. I get to my gate at 12.51, and boarding started at 12.50. So yeah, barely made it to my flight, never had that experience happen to me, but first time for everything, and now it's a good story to tell. Uh, Oakland Airport also gave me some new experiences, um, including having a dog poop right in front of me, just, just on the floor. I was sitting, enjoying coffee, and a dog took a little dump right in front of me. That was something I'd never seen before. Uh, and I also had a drunk guy on my flight. That was new. <laughs> the guy was straight up putting on a concert as we were boarding. Pretty sure he passed out during the flight, but I, I don't know. I didn't check up on him. Anywho, Oakland Airport definitely definitely got some some new new stories to tell. <laughs> Third tip and last tip of this episode, if you're not a fan of the masks or, like me, get horrible motion sickness because of the masks, something that I've learned from this trip mainly is that you can get away with a lot. As long as you are constantly eating or drinking, drinking water totally works. Um, pretty much anything goes. Uh, so I did a lot of that because... I don't know what was going on, but like motion sickness really had me this time. So I did drink a lot of water <laughs> during during this the whole travel period. So if you're traveling anytime soon, I don't know if I taught you anything new, but those are what those are what conditions are like in in airports, in in just the airplanes. Um I did notice quite a few people in Denver just straight on walking around without a mask. So I actually like pretty much took mine off at some points because I was kind of dying. Same with Salt Lake City Airport. I had a layover there and I saw quite a few people just not wearing masks. Oakland... Oakland's a different story because you walk outside and we got people wearing two masks. So Oakland's not there yet, but other places we're we're slowly we're slowly pushing back. Last thing I wanted to talk about um it's just how beautiful the world is. I know that's such a weird segue, but like I said, I had really bad motion sickness this travel go round. Um and I discovered that, like, looking at my phone made it so much worse when I was, you know, on the road or in the air, whatever. Uh, not in the air, on the road. Uh, however, on the bus ride home at 7.30 at night, I really tried not to look at my phone because I, I just didn't want to. Um, so I looked out the window and thought about my trip because that was all I could do. And I was just reminded of how beautiful the world is at night. 
Like, it's just lit up like a Christmas tree, um, especially the Bay Area. It's it's really pretty. And I, I've forgotten how gorgeous the nighttime is just because this past year and just in general, I don't go out at night. I'm at home at 7. And if any event says that it starts after 7, I will usually decline it. However, I'm now rethinking that because I've just been reminded about how gorgeous the world is at nighttime. And I also was driving home from dinner the other day um, at night, which is something I don't normally do. And the world just looks so different. And it's, it's, it's really stunning. It's beautiful. So I just found kind of a new appreciation for life and the world around me. It's absolutely gorgeous. I think travel kind of gives us this opportunity to not only explore, but also connect, connect with complete strangers. Um, and that was another thing I really enjoyed doing is uh, a lot of times I'd be standing waiting for something and I'd have some kind of some old couple or somebody asked me, oh, is this the bus stop? Um, in Oakland, I had an old man and his wife come to me and say, hey, where do Uber rides get picked up? And I like looked around and I was like, well, I would assume that they would pick you up under the sign that says app rides. So it, it was just fun to connect and get to help people um, in in ways because we kind of are such a divided society with everything that's going on. And so I just enjoyed having that, having the opportunity to just leave someone a little bit better than when you found them. Um, and this can be in the form of a smile or a short conversation or just helping somebody out. I think we live in this truly amazing time and we really take it for granted. Um, so hopefully you've gotten something from this episode, whether it be a travel tip, uh, a laugh, though I'm not very funny, maybe just laughing at my circumstances, or a reminder that things aren't always as bad as they seem. Whatever it is, I've enjoyed this little to catch up, this nice little chat with you all. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Tuesday. Have a great week. And keep cheersing. Even though it's Tuesday. Bye, guys.